Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, and the rest of the World of Boating crew. I got them on hold because we're going to start off the show with an upgrade to the uh, typical World of Boating crew. We got Kara from MPI on Marine Professionals uh, Incorporated International. What is, what is it, Kara? Let me make sure I get that uh, right, right out of the box. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out there. Okay. It is uh, Marine Professionals Incorporated. And the website is marineprofessionals.com, by the way. You can follow along at home. But uh, we're yes. you know we're very privileged to have uh, Kara to help us kick off the show today and kind of tell us what they're up to at MPI. Because, you know, if you got an upgrade you need to do for your vessel, they are the folks to uh, to call. And they can come yes. to you or you can go to them in, in South Florida. Where are you guys located exactly again? Thank you. Thank you for having me, Greg. I'm sure. um, happy to be here. Um, MPI is located in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, um, we do travel. Um, we do have marine uh, technicians that do travel um, to a d- decent amount of locations. We travel up north, uh, more down to Miami. Um, we've gone as far as to you know West Palm and uh, maybe a little further out too. We also have gone to the Bahamas as well. So um, you know we are the ones to call, and you don't have to lift a finger. We will go straight to you. I love this. Now, uh, obviously, uh, we got the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show coming up. Are you guys already yes. full up for that event? Uh, like, if someone's coming in town for the boat show, can you can you uh, take care of them, or are you kind of backlogged at this point? So, no, we will be at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. We do have a, a few of our service coordinators, and I'll be down there as well. I do a lot of the marketing for MPI, so uh, I'll, I'll be down there getting a bunch of photos and talking to people. We had Danny last time with you guys. He'll be down there as well. He uh, meets with people and talks to people. Uh, but yeah, you'll see us down there. Um, we we won't have a booth, but we do go down and meet people and interact. Yeah, and Danny, yes. uh, quite the guy. You know, he, he <laughs> has quite the boating experience. And, you know, I mean, you got to get out there, press the flesh. And, you know, because that's what it is. You guys get bombarded with questions from boaters that are looking to do an upgrade <laughs> on their audio system or their mm-hmm. uh, Navionics and that, that kind of thing. Those are the main two categories. Is that right for MPI or what do you think, Kara? Yeah, so like we're very broad. Um, so you know we work with all like leading marine electronics. That includes Garmin, Raymarine, um, Fusion, JL Audio. Um, we work with a lot of those. Um, we we do work with Docmate as well. Um, and what else am I missing? Sure Shade, uh, Ghost. Uh, so shout out to all of them as well. We mm-hmm. work pretty closely uh, with all of them. And um, so we um, we you know buy the electronics. Someone will call in. We'll talk to them. They'll tell us what they're interested in and we'll see what works best with them, what they would need. So, you know, it's kind of like you, you have an idea in your head and you call us and we'll help you out. We'll answer any questions you have, any concerns. We'll get the electronics ordered and we'll head down to you and install them for you. I love it. Yeah, uh, Everybody knows yeah. kind of like what they want to have on their boat, but they don't necessarily mm-hmm. how to get, you know, from what they have in their head and then actually get it installed yeah. <laughs> properly on their vessels. You know, for instance, yeah. you could go to the boat show in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm 
mm-hmm. here in a couple weeks and mm-hmm. peruse all the uh, electronics and the Navionics and everything that you might want to see. And th- this feature might yeah. catch, uh, catch your eye and you think, oh, cool, yeah. I want that. But now the hard part really is not picking out which one, system you want. It's, okay, how do I get this in my vessel? And is indeed yeah. this the best choice for my vessel to get to the uh, results that I want? And you guys have been yeah. there, done that a million times, as Danny told us <laughs> yes. last time. So you yes. kind of know how to steer and and navigate these uh, treacherous waters when it comes to upgrade upgrading your vessel, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I answer the phone a lot here. And um, so a lot of people, they call in and um, I ask them a few questions, you know, like what kind of boat you have, where are you located? Um, and so that then from there, they'll tell me what they're looking for. Um, we'll get you set up with a service coordinator who was, um, you know, has all the knowledge for you. And so then from there, they ask, they'll ask you probably a few more questions, you know, what the timeline of it, you know, a lot of people call us and uh, they have trips planned out. So, you know, they're, they're going to the Bahamas or they're taking their boat up north or down south somewhere else. And um, we, we work with you guys, you know, we'll, we'll try to get things in as soon as we can. And, um, you know, and the boat show, yeah, we go to the boat show, we learn as well. We see all the new things that are coming in. And, um, the last time I went with Danny, he, um, you know, he is, he's very knowledgeable. He, uh, we, I went with him, uh, when I first started working here down to the Miami boat show and everyone comes up to him, you know, asks him, you know, what's going on with MPI and yeah, he's great too. So, but yeah, no, we, we, we're very great company. It's a great company. You know, we, We'll help you guys. We, we save you a lot of stress, as that's what I will all say for sure. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're a resource. Uh, if you don't, yes. if you're not one of those people that like to kick the tires of every manufacturer out there, and you just want to get it done, MPI is mm-hmm. definitely the way to go. Because, like I said, yes, yes. you guys been there, done that. You know what works. And if you're looking like, hey, I want a, the ultimate, you know, sound system on my, uh, you know, uh, center console, twenty two foot uh, Intrepid or something like that. Uh, you guys will know, okay, this is the system that'll uh, make it work for you. We put it in a few uh, boats already, and, and you, yeah. can, you can just help you you know, save all that uh, time of looking around and just go right to mm-hmm. the best, right out of the box. And that kind exactly. of, that's what you guys specialize in. You've been doing it for how long now at MPI in Fort Lauderdale? Um, so I've been here for about a year now. So uh, when I first started, um, I was learning as well, but um, I, I have um, grown up on boats, so a way... When I first started working here, you know, I learned a lot. I had my own knowledge, but for sure there is a lot out there that I did not know. But, you know, you learn every single day, I say, when I come here to work. I'm sure you do. But MBI <laughs> itself has been around how many years now? You oh, they've been, been around about 25 years okay. now. So, yeah, yeah we, we are, we've been in business for a while, for sure. They got the experience, for sure, to steer yeah. you in the right direction. So what about the, your personal experience in boating? You, you get out on a uh, vessel down there in Fort Lauderdale pretty often, or, or what's it like for you, Kara? Um, so, yeah, my I don't have a boat myself, but my family um, has had a few different boats. Um, they, are, they were actually from up north, my mom and dad. They moved down to Florida when they were in their 20s, and... The first boat that they had, it was a uh, it was a Glacier Bay Cat. So it and nice. it was it was an it was an awesome boat. I, it was awesome. They um they just recently they just had a custom uh, Rossboro made for them, and uh, they travel up and down Florida with it now. Uh, so they have twin Yamaha engines. Um, they do have Simrad on their boat, and um, 
but uh no it's an awesome they they live they i always tell people i'm like they basically live on that thing my mom and my dad they uh travel up and down they also go over to the west coast um but it's a it's a beautiful boat they have like a little setup in there for them that's uh small but it's perfect for them and they love it and i love going out with them i'll take every opportunity to get on the boat well, i bet you will but do you bug them to death and say oh you know ma pa you you know uh, i could upgrade this audio system we could have an open ocean disco here in no time if you yeah. let me are you constantly bugging them with that kind of stuff like let me let me do a little something here what do you think? Yes, yes, I am. I am. I'm constantly, I'm like, hey, you know, why don't you guys upgrade? Um, They just recently got it, but they know that, you know, we're here for them when they need anything. But, right. um, you know, whenever I go out, I'm always telling, you know, friends and family, you know, I work for MPI, you know, they, we can help you upgrade. Um, So a few people have, you know, um, took me up on their offer. So, right. but. <laughs> well, you don't have to be related to get a, a good deal and good service, it sounds like, from FBI. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have specials going on all the time. For October right now, we are doing breast cancer awareness. We're, we're giving back to the community. So uh, any purchase, you know, any upgrades that you guys do this month, we will donate a portion of our sales to the Florida Breast Cancer Foundation. Nice. So, you know, we do like to give back. We've been around for a long time, and uh, Fort Lauderdale is definitely a community down here for us, too. But uh, during during the boat show, actually, MPI, now we are offering a purchase of any Sirius XM device with installation. We are going to give you 25% off activation of it, of your Sirius XM. But during the boat show, we are offering 10% off any electronics as well during the week of the boat show. And that's just a couple yeah. of weeks away, so plan accordingly. Marineprofessionals.com. That's the place yes. to start. Kara, uh, a pleasure catching up with you here on the World of Boating. We thank you for uh you know giving us an upgrade right here on the show today (laughs) thank you thank you thanks for having me you're listening to the world of boating radio network ahoy sailors and sea loving scalawags do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade and does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank well shiver me timbers and fear not because mpi marine professionals incorporated has come to the rescue MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of -of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh my god brian this ship it's it's unbelievable it's even more magnificent than i imagined wrote a note save it back in a minute Bought a boat and I sailed off in it Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway I know this thing's gonna sink, but I'm having a good time Come on in the water's nice, find yourself a little slice Grab a backpack and lines you never know until you try There! Jump onto that mooring rope! When you lose yourself We have to get on that ship! You find the key to paradise this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Perry, the boater, now on board as we uh, attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information and just keep you, you know, informed in a timely manner uh, for the holidays in particular. You know, we're just a couple of weeks away from the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, but also Halloween. Are you prepared? Have you, uh, you know, sacrificed a chicken or whatever you need to do uh, for the holidays, Barry? What are you going to, are you just going to eat chicken? What do you think? Uh, no, I, I've gone back past that point. My kids are grown up and moved out. You so don't eat I chicken anymore? Be, it's got a foul taste. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that lead-in. That was pretty good. All right. You think? Okay. Yeah. I really don't do the Halloween stuff anymore. It's, okay. You're not very halloween I, I did it. No, I did it when the kids were young. I would set up things, and because I wanted it to be a surprise, I wouldn't set it up till the day before. Right. Well, what about on your boat? You know, uh, you can have fun as an adult on your boat. and On my boat, yeah. For for the holidays. But people go trick-or-treating in the evening. So, okay, so? No, I would just go out during the daytime. All right, but you could still be festive for the for the season. Oh, yeah. Or- well, you know, it used to be because the uh, boat show will be coming up soon. That usually started or was always around the uh, that holiday season. Right. Okay. So that's where I would get my most of my candy was going to the boat show and uh, checking out all the exhibits. All right. Well, dress your boat up in orange lights, you know, uh, but, but you got to be extra careful. You know, when you're walking to the boat dock, you don't want to cross paths with a black cat and that kind of thing. Right, Patrick? What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's one thing. But there actually okay. are a bunch of, uh, I don't know, like uh, myths and and uh, superstitions that kind of pop up during this time of year. And I think we're going to kind of address that a little bit on the show today. Is that right, Patrick? Or what? Um, could be. Yeah. Um, so what we wanted to uh, kind of look at was actually kind of where some of these customs, if you, if you will, kind of originated from. And uh, one that I had come across here recently that I honestly hadn't given it too much thought because 
I really just don't care. But, um, you know, it's all about content for the show. So um, what I've got is, where does the custom of breaking a bottle of champagne on a boat come from? A uh, so, drunk. A drunk. I'm saying a drunk started that uh, uh, tradition uh, because they just wanted more to drink. Is that correct? Uh, incorrect. Okay. Well, help incorrect. us out. What is it? So according to this article... Uh, from Boating Culture Magazine, which is the magazine of Boating Culture. It's right there in their uh, headline. Um, so the it began with what they called the Standing Cup Ceremony. Okay. So uh, although the religious aspects of ship blessings had continued in Catholic countries, uh, the Reformation interrupted them. In Protestant Europe for a time, in the 17th century, English launches were secular events. Now, this was a first-person account for the blessing party for the warship Prince Royal, a 64-gun vessel. Guess in what year they had a 64-gun vessel? Mm, Summer. Uh, Summer of 64. Now, I would say around 1820, 1830. You're off by about 200 years. 1610. 1610, they had a hmm. 60, that's a large ship for that time. I'm telling you. So in 1610, the Prince of Wales, not the current Prince of Wales, or... Who's you know, now the King like, of England, right? Yeah. Well, no, not him, because he wasn't alive then. Oh. He this seemed was, older than a, he This looks. was a, a different <laughs> Prince of Wales. Okay. Apparently, there's more than one, Barry. Uh, they, they keep recycling them. <laughs> so the Prince of Wales and the shipbuilder, Phineas Pett. That's an awesome name. Oh, Definitely, my uh, God. Something from the 1600s. If you name someone that name nowadays, they'd get beat up in school every day. I thought that was just limited to people named Barry. No, no. That that was way before my or time. Greg. Oh, Greggy, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, so Phineas Fett, was a, he was a master carpenter at the Woolwich Shipyard, and he described the standing cup ceremony as such. The noble prince, accompanied by the Lord Admiral and the great lords, was on the forecastle where the great golden cup was ready, filled with wine, to name the ship as soon as she was afloat. According to ancient custom and the ceremony performed on such occasions, the tossing of the cup upright over the side. His Highness, standing on the forecastle with a selected company only, besides the trumpeters, and with much expression of princely joy and with ceremony of drinking from the standing cup, threw all of the wine forward to the half hall and solemnly calling him by the name of Prince Royal, the trumpet sounding at the same time, with many gracious words for me, he gave me the standing cup in my hands. And hence, the standing cup ceremony was born. Wow. I like my drunk story better. Uh, it's much quicker, easier, to the point. Now, uh, <laughs> where or or where do you think the first bottle of wine was broken according to this uh, article uh, whom and where you mean what ship or you mean who broke the bottle correct hmm. Hmm. it wouldn't think? be the uh, HMS surprise because that's the name of my little boat uh, <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, I, I don't wine. know so the tradition of the broken bottle is said to have originated with Miss Lavinia Fanig Watson, a Philadelphia society girl. Now, 
that in itself <laughs> is a contradiction in terms because I don't think you can have a society girl from Philadelphia. I don't think it's allowed. I think I think you'd probably get beat up. Um, remember, they threw batteries at Santa Claus. They did. They oh, did. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Why did Sanic? I don't even want to know right now. That sounds like fun, though. Was that a Philadelphia Eagles football game, like back in the seventies? Oh, okay. That's yeah, tough. Tough crowd. Tough yeah, crowd. I think so. Those hurt. So uh, she was said to have broke a bottle of wine on a sloop of war, the Germantown, in eighteen forty-six. Ah, do you know which U.S. Navy steel battleship? was launched with a bottle of champagne and uh, the date one question at a time barry let's stay with patrick oh we have to stay with patrick yes. okay yeah, question and answers will follow <laughs> afterwards exactly <laughs> we'll have a q a after afterwards okay you will be graded on a curve because greg is involved <laughs> you're welcome uh, so today today champagne plays a central role in the blessing of ships associated with happiness and good luck it has been relegated uh, to uh, actually bloodthirsty pagan rites. Hmm. Um, so, uh, so it's red wine we're talking about. If it's bloodthirsty, you know. Oh no, 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 no it gets worse than that. Really? All right. Oh, yeah. Well, boating superstitions. We're going to inform you accordingly today on the uh, bewitching version of the uh, world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. What the hell are those yard birds doing in my boat? Pontoon, making waves and catching as a boner. This is the world of boating. Greg, you're first. Meet that's me. We got Barry the boater, Captain Patrick rounding out the crew. All right, so we're smack dab in the middle of October, so it is that time to kind of. You know, look a little deeper into these uh, superstitions that a lot of boaters have. Maybe just keep you a little bit more informed. 
you know, and things what you don't want to do or be on the lookout for, uh, you know, crossing paths with a black cat, you know, looking in a mirror, breaking it and that kind of thing, which probably happens to Barry every other day, I'm guessing, just by driving a Honda Ridgeline. Doing uh, a radio show with a guy named Greg. Yeah, okay. All right. At everybody, least it's not Lewis. Everybody has their own little superstitions. And uh, so we were kind of, you know, going into that a little bit today. We uh, just uncovered why uh, boaters break a glass of, of booze on a boat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Boaters <laughs> don't. Boaters do not, do not waste a bottle of booze okay, well, breaking well, they, it on a christen, boat. Uh, christen yeah, we're talking boat. about a person on a ship. Okay. All right. So uh, it's, well, it's booze it's, on a boat. It's uh, yeah. champagne on a ship. I don't know what. <laughs> well, it starts to get a little creepier when you delve into you know we in the previous segment where we talked about pagan rituals. So the origins of the tradition go back to the time of the Vikings when Ooh. they launched a longboat. Legend has it that they tied their prisoners to the skids. Ooh. And the boats crush their bodies as they slid into the water. Oh, but it makes it makes it so they slide in a lot better, right? That well, the Greeks were also said to grease the skids with blood. Later, shipbuilders a little hmm. uh, a bit less sanguine tied red ribbons uh, to the nails on the skids as a substitute. Um, now, uh, wine also stood in for blood in later days because launching a ship was a big deal. Champagne was considered more festive and prestigious right but initially red wine was the choice because it matched the blood so uh and the, pick and a, the song hadn't been recorded yet yeah pick yeah. a uh pick a good merlot and you'll be good to go unless you want to be fancy and get the champagne is that it Wait, how did you christen your boat surprise there barry i didn't really christen her but i really what no that's no. bad everybody, luck. Everybody urinated over the side. Oh, Hell wait a yeah, minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been on it since then. So far, nothing's happened. It mm. is considered bad luck if the bottle doesn't break, though. That's true. Right. We, we, go, go ahead with that, that side of it, Barry. Well, okay. in 2007, the Duchess of Cornwall attempted to smash a bottle of champagne against the hull of the Queen Victoria, but the bottle didn't break. So a few weeks later, <laughs> this seems to happen often, though. The boat a few broke. weeks later, nearly 80 passengers became sick with a contagious stomach bug. Oh, uh, that never happens on a cruise ship. Yeah, I was going to say that happens quite often. <laughs> and, and interesting fact, it yeah. wasn't actually the ship Queen Victoria. It was the actual person, Queen Victoria, that she tried to break the bottle of champagne. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more <laughs> sense then. <laughs> she was soft, so... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, actually, go back to uh, 1853 when the four-masted uh, uh, ship Great Republic, uh, which was then the largest ship in the world, the bottle of champagne intended for the blessing, got drunk the night before and was not replaced. Uh, the ship caught fire shortly after launching, and for many years, the story was told of how the builder's negligence and not buying another bottle of champagne almost brought him to Ruin. Wait, wait, wait! They couldn't just fill it with water and then break it. Oh no, no! The that gods of the sea—they're—they're yeah. they're, they're very smart, very and savvy. they're drunks, so they know the difference, Barry. They know. <laughs> That's Poseidon a bottle knows his ship. booze. <laughs> yeah, right. He's kind of a connoisseur, I think. Tastes like salt water to me. Right. Let's go curse them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, what yeah. is the? Do we know what the penalty is if you don't do this? Uh, is there like a? 
Unwritten it's just rule. Bad luck. It's supposed yeah, to be you're bad. sentenced bad to do a radio show with Greg. Well, for okay. the rest of your life. Welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's that, but I mean, but there's no like uh, universal penalty. Like uh, this is what's going to happen. Just bad no, luck it, in general. No, Greg. It's there's, there's, bad luck in general. There's there's, there's no superstitious law. Well, uh, I'm just saying. I don't know. Like seven <laughs> years bad luck if you break a mirror. You yeah, know, well, that's a law. That's a rule. So you're you are okay. You're, so there's no boating <laughs> rule for when it comes to breaking uh, breaking a bottle of booze on uh, your vessel. No, there, there no, may be no, one there, soon. There, mm-hmm. there, there's there's nothing in writing, um, nothing uh, on the book, so to speak. Yeah, uh, nothing that's been suggest. decided in uh, Admiralty Court. Just your typical like plagues, that. sinkings, and murders. Okay, got it. Fair enough. So, quick question for you guys. So, right. um. Barry, of course, being a boater, much like myself. Greg being a passenger, boater, much like <laughs> nobody else on this show. Um, but Greg, of course, being a dive master and a pilot in training. Uh, am I missing what? What other than kind of the the ones that we've talked about in the past? You know, the the bananas on boats and no women on board and blah blah blah. Right. Are there any? Is there anything else out there that you're aware of? Like. Uh, you got to board. You got if you're a student pilot, you have to board the plane backwards. Uh, you know, and, well, those and, are uh, those are rituals. That, those aren't necessary superstitions. Everybody well, has their own little that thing. Would, that would be a no. Uh, a ritual would be checking out your airplane from one end to the other, taking no, off all those little. No, it'd be flags, like a like you know. Here. It'd be like an athlete or something that you know only uses a certain wears a certain pair of underwear for any match or something like that. That kind of what thing. kind of athletes are you hanging out with? Uh, the ones that uh, win big, hello, <laughs> and stink. But apparently, uh, <laughs> but as far as um, you know, flying or or diving, you know, we do our safety checks and things like that. But you know, I think it's up to the individual if they have any like uh, superstition, like they only do this on on dive day. Or flying day, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any in that regard. Do you, uh, Barry? Nothing like when you put when you put your tank on, it's got to be right shoulder first. It's uh, you know yeah. you gotta. I mean, like I said, people could have that, sure, but there's nothing that I'm aware of that is you know. You know, Greg, yeah, this would have been a luck. perfect time to make some stuff up. Just saying, I'm not making anything. Uh, there is one thing on your 100th <laughs> scuba dive. What do you do, Barry? Party. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, on your 100th scuba dive, if, it if is, there's a, you're supposed I, to dive naked. Oh, no. That, that is, I don't know if it's a superstition or a tradition, but that is a thing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's something he just made up. That's a hazy That is not ritual. a made up thing. That is yeah, that's a, a legitimate thing, thing that yeah. uh, divers know once they become certified. Your 100th dive, you're supposed to do it naked. To celebrate Trust accordingly. Me. Now, I, I'll tell you, okay, and on flying, when you do your first solo, they rip the back of your uh, shirt off. Uh, and, it, you know, it kind of like Wolverine style. Yeah. Yeah. They rip the back <laughs> of your shirt off uh, to kind of make a flag type of thing. And it's, it's tradition to do that because uh, you've completed your first solo flight. And uh, that, that's how they kind of celebrate that. I mean, I still have mine, actually. Uh, a I, torn shirt. A torn shirt. Okay. Well, the sh- the section that they tore off the back, and it goes back to making some kind of flag back in the day. That oh. I'm flying. I got the flag thing. to prove it. This okay. is my solo thing. So that's kind of a. I don't know if it's superstition, but it's definitely a tradition that you do. 
That one's weird. No, it's true. You know, this is uh, these are real things. You know, but any anything associated with lobster diving for lobster. Mm. Like after your hundredth lobster, you have to uh, I don't know bathe yourself in a naked. tub of butter. That's uh, that's just good preparation. Uh, get it's, good it's and lathered up you know, and and uh, kind of be at one with the lobster. You know, Barry, I'm detecting a theme with Greg's uh, rituals and superstitions. Yeah. They they seem to be either greasy getting naked or having your clothes ripped off well, okay. <laughs> and, and, and and slathered in butter i think somebody's <laughs> jelly i think it's pretty accurate right there all right more coming up on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i appreciate this but i really like to get some sleep oh of course my sweet i'll just make some soothing ocean sounds for you This is the world of boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. All right, uh, superstitions you have as a boater. We're kind of finding out some of the origins of some of them to keep you in step with the season. So uh, what else other than uh, breaking bottles of wine or champagne or booze on your vessel? Uh, what other uh, superstitions should we avoid or be aware of? Patrick. Well, not so not so much a superstition, but there is the thing about never rename a boat. However, there is a process or ritual um, to rename a boat. Were yeah. you aware of that, Greg? Uh, I think I was, kind of. I know you're not supposed to, but if you do, there is a whole process. And if you don't follow that process, you're cursed for life. Pretty much to do a radio show. So that show process is, uh, again, what? Okay, so it's five steps. So first... You have to remove all traces of the current name. Okay. So that could be a little difficult, especially based on the decals that were put maybe on the transom. So, you know, if they've left any type of a, uh, you know, that the gel coat underneath is nice and glossy and around where the letters were is maybe oxidized a bit. You're going to have to go. You got to get remove all traces. Hmm. Don't skip on this one. Okay. Because. It, 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 you're you're going to be in trouble. Step number two, then, is begin the purging ceremony, which it's not what you think it is, Greg. Hmm. Uh, I had that ceremony this morning. Really? I, 
I did it yeah. last night after a night I, out. I, I, uh, I tried. I tried. I knew. I knew. Okay, I so you purged it from what, Greg Barry? I didn't expect it from you. Well, I mean, you know, I want to keep everything honest here, so right. I feel much better though. Well, wow. Okay, binging and purging. All right. So, so what? What is it? What is okay. you so, purge? So what when you, pur- when you purge? It calls for good champagne and good friends as, as witnesses. Once you're gathered together on the bow of the boat, now take into account the size of the boat. Okay, if you've got a if you're doing a canoe or something like that, don't put 12 people up in the bow of the boat because the thing's going to sink. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So common sense, the please. Whole thing but then over. you have to recite the following. Yes. O mighty and great ruler of the seas and oceans, to whom all ships and we who venture upon your vast domain are required to pay homage, I implore you in your graciousness to expunge for all time from your records and recollection the name, mention the old boat name there, which has ceased to be an entity in your kingdom. As proof thereof, we submit this ingot bearing her name to be corrupted through your powers and forever be purged from the sea. Then you have to drop the metal tag with the name of the old boat over the bow into the water and then say in grateful acknowledgement of your munificence and dispensation. Easy for you to these say. Libations yeah. to your majesty and your court. I challenge any of You're you. You're supposed to out say there, that. If you can say that. You can, name the, you can name your boat whatever the hell you want. Pull that off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you drank through a bottle of champagne and you can say that afterwards, that's pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. But what? Yeah, yeah, well, have- just to be clear, you're supposed to recite that. What is that? What do we call that? Up a, uh, a prayer? That's the purging ceremony. The purging ceremony. But that's, but who are you telling this to? Poseidon. Poseidon. Okay. Poseidon. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So okay. you you purge to Poseidon. Yeah. yeah. Then you begin the renaming ceremony which again speaking to poseidon yeah and there's a there's a whole thing there and then uh step four is you have to appease the four wind gods wow um and there's another uh you know you have to uh to uh boreas to to zephyrus to eurus and to notice uh those are the four gods of the winds Hmm, Uh, i think i got noticed the other day okay Okay. What happened to you, Barry? It's been a long day. You know, the last three weeks, what what, what has changed to where you are morphing into Greg? Wow. It could be the coffee I'm drinking. He, he's evolving uh, as a human. Evolving. You know, go over to 7-Eleven, get that, uh, what is it, French vanilla coffee you drink? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, so just so we're clear. So now you got to appease the wind gods. Yeah. And it's not just the east, west, and south, and north gods they got uh, specific names and you're like hey you know how, how do you appease them like uh you have to know. say something to each of them yeah like yes. the great no notice notice yeah so i was talking about yeah. exalted ruler of the south wind grant us permission to use your mighty power in the pursuit of our lawful endeavors and ever sparing us the overwhelming scrounge scrooge, scourge scourge yeah. of Scourge. your scalding breath Ooh, wow, that's turning into a lot of work. Wow, it's wow, a, a lot of work. Don't Just, change the name. Don't change the name. <laughs> no, wait, is there more? That, step so. number five is you finish off with champagne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me an extra bottle after all that. I got to say that whole little statement of Poseidon, then the wind gods. Right before the, what, what was step three, though? You had to do something, too. What was step three again? Uh <laughs> Because you didn't really, you just kind of glanced over it. You didn't say what you have well, to do. Well, because there's a bunch of words there, and I didn't want to bore you to God death. forbid but, you got to read. 
No. But that, <laughs> <laughs> you begin the renaming ceremony. So again, you're addressing Poseidon, and it's, Oh, mighty and great ruler of the seas and oceans, to whom all ships and we who venture upon your vast domain are required to pay homage. I implore you in your gracious yeah, 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 yeah. on that, the records and recollections right. worthy vessel hereafter, and for all time known as, say the name, the new name you've selected. Oh, okay. Her with all your right. mighty arm and trident, ensuring her safe and rapid passage wow. throughout her journeys within your realm. Okay, so basically, you, know, you, you got to read War and Peace if you want to change your uh, name. And then you get the, to finish the boat. champagne. Well, the the, yeah. big, the biggest thing that people overlook, and, and if they take this seriously, and there are people out there, they, they, they believe in this mm-hmm. 100%, is you have to remove all traces, all traces of the old name of the vessel. And depending on the history of the vessel, that could be pretty tough. You're going to have to go scrounge uh, internet records, uh, anything related to the name of that boat, anything, any posts that anybody did with that boat. Wait, you're not just talking about on the boat itself. You got any no, paperwork you, associated you, you, with the vessel. Yeah, yeah you got you got it. You got to erase it from like it. So Poseidon existed. is social media savvy. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, don't you watch like any of the DC oh, movies? Boy, I don't remember seeing any of this in Aquaman. Maybe it'll show no. up in Aquaman too. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that not only do I have the name of Surprise on the. Uh, on the transom, but on the sides of the boat in Symphora flags, it says surprise. Okay. See, now a lot of people, so if, you ever, re- if you ever sold that boat, they'd say, hey, those flags look pretty cool. Should we take them off? No, no, take them off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'd have to replace that. Luckily, the registration doesn't require the name of the boat. It just says it's a 17-foot center console. But if it's mm-hmm. been a documented vessel... No, they won't document my little. I, little I, video. I have, no, I have an idea. If you, if you have a documented vessel, you may have to go in and you got you got to you got to clean it from existence. I'm Look, I, I got an idea. Let's uh, conduct a test here by next week. Change <laughs> the name of your boat. Go through the whole thing. Screw it up on oh, purpose, Barry, and let's see thanks. what kind of bad luck you encounter. Thank you. I uh, knew there was time. Let's schedule that first trip out with Greg. Oh, okay. Well, maybe well, that's not such a bad idea then. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think that. we're going to head over to Bimini. You and me, Greg. Well, but it would be a good test. And we'll just see if, uh, you know, Barry the Boater lives through the boat renaming ceremony. Because there's no way he's going to be able to do it properly after a, all that nonsense. That's a lot oh. of crap to wade through. Yes, it is. But anyway, we've made our passengers slightly more informed. Of what not to do? Maybe. That's what we do sometimes here on the World of Boating. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it is sail or motor, life life is is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. 
They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 